Hey everybody, my name is Metal Music Man. And I'm Professor Lex. And this is podcast episode 13, which is I believe every you. time, every time. Yeah, it's real. Three months. Um, We're here. It is once again Friday. I am once again doing nothing but playing World of Warcraft and petting my cat. And uh, most recently playing Street Fighter 4 with you on the internet. Hell yeah. Not, yeah. not in real life. Well, no, that would be irresponsible to play in real life. <laughs> I don't know. We're, I'm we're at practicing. I'm at the point where like with a mask six feet away on the couch, I don't know if I would care at this point. I haven't oh, done no. it. Yeah. I haven't done it yet, but like mm, I don't know. Hylian actually invited me over the other day. And mm-hmm. uh I, I can't remember if I told you this or not, but he invited me over and was like, I've never I've never left left my apartment. Do you want to play some Smash? And I was like, I Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I'll come play some Smash, but I work at a school and they don't give a fuck about anything. And I've been at work. And and he like and he, he like well, I mean, I've been off for two weeks currently, but like I've definitely been in and out. Yeah, that's right. And he he I gave me that like you're on a sabbatical. Yeah, this is actually my last day of vacation before I have to go. Damn, I'm rem- sorry. Remember that I have a job again, which is fucking horrible. Um, I, uh, another cool fact to it actually today is the day I would be in Japan uh, had COVID not struck. Uh, um, but that got canceled, which is why I took a bunch of PTO randomly. Anyway, long story short, okay. Hylian uh, gave me like the ellipsis and was like, mm, maybe we'll wait a week. And I was like, yeah, I figured you'd. Oh, I figured you'd. Yeah. Uh, I'm just a big bag of COVID, but, uh, oh yeah. But yeah, speaking of COVID and canceling plans and stuff, man, it's like, I don't know. I, um, I'm really like caught in a weird place because I live in stupid land where Mm -hmm. it, you know, it's St. Charles and nobody gives a fuck about anything and everybody's just out doing stuff. They don't care. Nothing matters. On the one hand, there's that. On the other hand, it's like, I do try to like quarantine, and sure. like do things, you know, to, to for the most part, there's like socially responsible. There's like two people I've seen with any mm-hmm. regularity since this whole thing has occurred. Um, and even that's been way less regular. Like I used to see my buddy Wilson like once every every week or every other week. And I've seen him like twice in the last like three months. So I've, I've oh, seen Jeff all of like once, I think, since COVID started, which is yeah, uh, uncomfortable, disquieting. Do not like. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't we, know. we usually hang out like three or four times a week. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I had no I'm, idea you I'm were married. Guy. We are. Yeah. Well, I do know that you're an extrovert and you have all of your Pharaoh and I often have in your, in your little couples matchmaking that you, that you set up once upon a time, trying to, trying to hook Pharaoh and I up with our weird introverted opposite complementary qualities. Um, we were talking about something the other day about how like, Oh yeah, Lex. It was like when we were playing like Grand Blue or something. It was like, yeah, Lex should play Grand Blue more. And we both simultaneously were like, oh yeah, but Lex is always busy doing things. And we were like, yeah, what a what a weirdo, what a weirdo that guy is. He has all these plans. Like Pharaoh, Pharaoh has Pharaoh's basically the same as me, except that like two or three times a day we'll play WoW during COVID. We'll play WoW for like the entire fucking day most of the time. Two or three times a day he'll be like, oh, I gotta go uh, do some fucking push-ups or something. And I'm like, all right, man, <laughs> like, I'll, see, I'll see you later. And then he comes back like an hour later. And he, that's like, that's his whole, I have done a hundred. Yeah. He's like, Let's, he's like, I've, I've done I nothing but them. push-ups for the last hour. <laughs> I am ready to grind world of Warcraft again. I'm like, all right, well, welcome back to the fold, sir. I've been, I've been drinking profusely the last hour. So we've both gotten our workouts in. Uh, anyway. Yeah. You do things and are an extrovert. Which I, we know. I really don't. I hang out with Jeff. I hang out with my girlfriend and that's, they're yeah. your main squeezes. Yes. I'm just and a side get... bitch for you. I see how it is. Well, you know, for, for a while there, I was actually seeing you more than I was seeing Jeff. 
Yeah, there was. We were doing um, when Smash Ultimate was new and COVID didn't yeah. exist and we could still play. You were coming over once or twice a week pretty yeah. regularly. That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. I miss, all, I miss all the practice, man. Oh, uh, but like on on COVID, like Jen, Jen is not. It, I'm not an extrovert. You, you can claim that I am. Oh, Jen definitely no. isn't an extrovert. No, you are. There's te- no you are textbook an extrovert. There's no discussion or debate with regard to you. You just think you're not because you're not socially outgoing. I hang out with like two people. <laughs> but you do things with humans. Every time I'm talking to you, you're like, oh, I got to go do this thing for this person. Do you know what ha- what happens when you ask me something, Lex? I'm like, oh, I'm taking a shit. Like, oh, oh, yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm napping with my cat. Oh, I'm hey, just well, sitting at my computer hey, doing nothing, playing World of Warcraft, drinking. Of course I'm free to play Street Fighter because I don't socialize with humans <laughs> as frequently as a normal human being does because I'm extremely introverted. And it, I want is, people to leave me the fuck alone 90% of the time. It is hard sometimes because I'll, I'll text you and you'll be like, ooh, yeah, I'd love to hang out, but I'm pooping. Yep, yep. that. Yep, or, yep. or yeah, like I'd, I'd love to play some Street Fighter with you, but like I played WoW today and I'm just kind of done. Yep, you know? yep. That's, so. that's, exactly, exactly. You, you <laughs> actually like you get like something from humans. Humans only take from me. I give to them. And I'm just like, and I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, take that, take it. That's good for me. (laughs) I'm giving you the thing that I give you with my personality dick. And then like, (laughs) and then when I'm, when I'm done and I've blown my personality load onto their fucking extroverted face, when they're like, ah, give me your social interaction. I I just look at them and I'm like, "Mm, pathetic. And then I walk away and I leave. It is the refractory period. And they clean it up and they call me in a few days. And then I'm like, ah, fine. That's basically how I interact with people. All right. Like, so anyway, and that's, of course, that's what I'm here for is to take that kind of, of uh, abuse from you. And then our well, you want it. You want it. Exactly. Yeah, you no, want I, it because I'm, I'm into the, abuse. the extroverts are the cum sluts. Okay. And, and the- <laughs> you know, I'm more offended at being called an extrovert than a cum slut. You're well. They're the same in this analogy. They're the same. Well, sure. You just yeah, need. That's, that's you need. You're like. I need. I need this social cum on my face. I need it. It <laughs> makes me. Whereas I, I, I'm like, eh, eh, like, and I'm done. I'm done. Right. But like, you're just like, oh, next guy. Right. Like, it's it's social bukkake is what we're getting. I do at, tend right? to do a thing like a lot. Yep. That's because you're a fucking extrovert, but Lex. But it's but it's Jin. It's Jeff. And it's you. It's not about how like many people there are. It's that you need it. You need that thing. Social connection. You I've, need that. I've been okay. I've been okay. COVID. You've been you've been <laughs> struggling. Get out of here. Get the fuck I, out of here. You've been. <laughs> I, I do pretty well. Uh, if I'm being totally honest, in, in right. the COVID times. Yeah. Um. Like you know, don't get me wrong. I like hitting you up for games or, or mm. uh, calling Jeff and playing Resident Evil Three online. But um, I I could sit here by myself. You're not the most extroverted person I've ever no. met or anything. Yeah. That's, that's that's another word for introvert. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. Out of control. <laughs> uh, control. Anyway, uh, yeah, so, you know, COVID's crazy. Um, and I guess we'll we'll segue into our main topic of uh, uh, fucking police brutality and <laughs> George Floyd and the, 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 the walls. Murder. The walls the- of society that are crumbling around, around us, but not the yeah. white house. Cause we have, we have black have fences. We have yeah, black chain God. link fences blocking in two miles of the white house. So 
Trump can get his uh, fake suntan while everybody burns down America. So anyway, nope. yeah, the sky is falling. Things are crazy. Uh, help help me out. We last week is when shit went down. Is that is that wrong? Dude, what is time anymore? I feel okay, like I've been here for me, an eon. Let me give you my let me give you my window into this as a uh, as as an ambivalent privileged white person <laughs> on the internet. This is like basically this is I don't know what the time frame is, but this is this is my perception. I'm on Twitter. I'm playing World of Warcraft. People are talking about COVID, COVID, COVID things, whatever. And then I start seeing a thing here and there that's vaguely about this is, I don't know, this is a couple weeks ago, I feel like, right? It's got to be at least like two weeks or something. But I start seeing a thing that's vaguely about police being pieces of shit. And I'm just like, ah, yep, police are being pieces of shit. They're the worst. Imagine that. Like, you know, there's, you know, no training, no de-escalation, fucking whatever the fuck, like bad apples, yada, yada. Okay, cool. I'm just going to go on with my life and, and play World of Warcraft. And then it's like, ah, uh, 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 this this black guy got murdered. And I was like, oh, damn, that's crazy. But again, fucking America, like, I don't know, like, uh, like, is it is it a crazy thing any more so than the last time it happened? Is it worse? Is it better? I don't know. I'm just going to continue playing World of Warcraft. And then eventually I start seeing his name. This is, again, sure, several sure, weeks sure. ago. Yeah. But I don't it, know it's that not, it's, it's I don't several weeks ago. Oh, it's he, not. He died on he died on the 25th. So, so two I weeks, was, I was, right? Yeah, yeah. But it, importantly, we did our man. Life sure was great. Boy, howdy, wasn't it fun having racial interactions, talking to people different from us? Wow, I'm sure grateful to fighting games. Was that our last and podcast then, or the one before this? That was, that was two podcasts one. ago. Yeah, two so, podcasts yeah, ago. Last, so two weeks. Last week we talked about video games. Week before right. we were like, yeah, race is great. And then three days later, George Floyd gets murdered. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yay, yeah. America! Yay, America! Yeah. So anyway, I didn't know the guy's name. I just knew, oh, great. Like another black person is randomly murdered by cops. Yay, yay, America. Um, and and then eventually I just started kind of seeing that and being like, oh, here, this is like, it's it's a thing. Like people are, you know. It, it's, it's a big deal. Well, people are invested. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. Exa- exactly. Um, be, which is horrible. But like, well, no, that it, is, it is horrible. But like, but that's kind of the point the is that it happens yeah. all the fucking time. Exactly. And so uh, I was, you know, not to like, not that I would be sweeping it under the rug or anything like that, but you, you read that shit all the fucking time and then you just go on about your life. But um, yeah, this one getting traction, I, I think it probably took me, I was probably about a week behind, maybe, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe a little less, maybe like five and days. Cause I had seen it and we, was like, mm, yeah. yeah, anyway. Maybe that's why we didn't talk about it last podcast. Well, it hadn't happened. You said, right? No, oh, the last, last podcast it did happen. The one before mm. then, we just barely missed it by a few days. Um, I feel like I, as of last podcast, would have been because I've been in the know. You know, I've been I've been doing my as a as, a, as an honorable citizen. I uh, I retweet and like all the tweets, so I have done my part and I have solved racism. <laughs> have Have you um, followed at least two black people on Twitter? You know, since I, let's George see. Floyd? I've I've got you and oh god damn. No, no, I, you I, have I, to follow <laughs> new black people. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, no, it was, uh, yeah, so I, I've done, you know, I've done my, I've done my due diligence, I've participated in, in everything by re, by, by retweeting hashtags, um, <laughs> god, oh um, man, I, uh, I'm not gonna make it through this podcast without shitting on white people infinitely more by the time it's, it's okay, over. it's okay, using it's... myself as the scarecrow, um, but, um, yeah, no, it, um, this is definitely the, the most, um, we, we did talk about this around about the time of that podcast. So I don't remember timeline wise if if I just didn't 
if it just wasn't the topic at that time or if maybe it was too much of the topic and it was all too new. Because my mm-hmm. tendency with this shit is to like, I don't know. I, okay, this is <laughs> this is fucking stupid. But like, I I have never I have never gone hamsies on any social movement immediately mm-hmm. since Coney twenty twelve. <laughs> I am not like they fucking got Damn. me, man. They <laughs> yeah, fucking they, got me. They mean they, you they the got me like eight years ago. They fucking got me. And then I was like, oh, my God, this guy's like running around jacking off in the middle of a mall. And like, this isn't even a thing. <laughs> and so anytime something like this happens, like I'm, I'm already like generally a skeptic. And that was the one time where I was like, oh, man, this seems like, yeah, there was Real. so much there was so much like there was so much momentum behind it. And so now anytime a thing happens, I'm always like, OK, but let's like. Let's Listen give it a minute. Let's give yeah. it a minute and see like what the fuck's going on. Um, so it could have been something like that, but anyway, uh, yeah, it's it's full steam now. Is I think the point. Oh yeah, it's no, it's, it's it's full steam thing. ahead. Yeah, yeah. So like, um, they've they've burned down a police station, and isn't it like, like multiple buildings in the immediate city? Well, they, they yeah, police station, but, but also like a yeah. bunch of shit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other other places got hit, but like they burned down the police station, and people were like. Yeah, which you normally don't hear. Nor- most of the time, it, people demand the silent, uh, quiet, peaceful, calm protest. And now, now we're getting to a place where they're like, I don't know, maybe we should burn down a police substation. Yeah, and that's that's suddenly the topic of conversation. It's like, oh shit, yes, yeah, I guess it's real. <laughs> I guess today's the day. Huh? Today is the day we burn it down. Yeah, um, I mean, we, I, I have talked before about taking down the establishment and I always meant it metaphorically. And now they're literally taking down the establishment and like, woo. Yeah. <laughs> and we're off to the races guys. <laughs> or maybe that's a bad turn coin of phrase or, or, or thing to say, but like, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it shit is getting real. Uh, the, you guys don't have, you don't have curfew, right? Nope. We've had two yeah, we, protests. Um, I think one was big. One was for, big. Um, yeah, I almost went to it, but I played World of Warcraft and had white privilege instead. It's um, you don't have to go but, uh, out to this. It, COVID is hey man, still a thing. hey man. I retweeted it, um, so like again, I'm covered. I, yeah, I you got, did your part. I got, I did my part. Every little right? bit helps. I got my Every out. really small, yep. itty bitty, microscopic, <laughs> almost almost insignificant <laughs> bit helps. <laughs> Um, actually, <laughs> there's actually I think there's another one today or tomorrow in St. Peter's. That's uh, yeah, I'm sure. OK, I should have gone to the one in St. Charles. I I don't know. I, I'm going to blame COVID. I'm going to blame. I COVID. actually don't fault you because. Of yeah. COVID. Yeah. It's, and, it's it's different than like going out to like even if you go out to like a bar, if there's like mm-hmm. 10 people around in the street, that's like mm-hmm. one thing which I haven't done yet either. But like I, I keep thinking I might at some point. But then, like, fucking dude, the rallies are like, I mean, there were, I think there were several thousand in Saint, the St. Saint Charles one. In St. Charles? I, yeah. I didn't know that you guys got thousands big, but that's pretty I, good. I, I, I knew it was I want, big. I want to say there were. Um, good. So, which is great, but then, yeah, COVID, Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, it's, it's um, really hard because everyone's got to wear a mask. and yeah, It's yeah. really hard to talk into a megaphone when you're wearing a mask. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, the St. Uh, Peter's one, I wouldn't trust. I feel like the St. Peter's one, if there is any... If there's any rally in this area that's bound to end up being like way more weird, questionably white supremacist <laughs> people, I feel like it's the St. Peter's one. Like I, right. I lived in St. Peter's for about four years when I was like Damn. twenty. I was like twenty to twenty-four. It really wasn't. I mean, it wasn't that bad. I feel like it's actually. I bet gotten, it was St. Peter's. 
Well, St. Peter's is um, uh, a girl I dated once uh, once described St. Peter's as um, be- like bereft of culture, which is so accurate. There's like it's right. just it's just Picklemans and Jack in the Box and McDonald's. There's no anything, you know. And, and it, I think it's gotten better. They've got like uh, uh, Third Wheel Brewing is there, which is pretty cool now. And they have okay. that no no Noma. Nama, something. There's a pizza place that's supposed to be really good and like cool, authentic Italian-y pizza stuff. There's like one or two places in St. Peter's where you're like, all right, there's a little, there's a little culture there, St. Peter's. This is just a, it's a little. This is just a dash, just a little, just a little, just a little guy. So for but, flavor. But I went um like two years ago. I had not really been back to because like that's where like Mid Rivers Mall is and shit. And, like who goes to yeah, a mall anymore? Go who goes yeah. to a mall anymore? Um, other than occasionally needing to stop by like a Best Buy, which is the only Best Buy is, is right there. Oh yeah. Mine's I, Brentwood. Yeah. I have, I have not fucked with St. Peter's in quite a while. And anyway, long story short, I went there like two years ago. I forget why I was there, but I was in the area and I was fucking hungry and I needed to, I think I was getting my car fixed. I think my dealership is like right on the outskirts of St. Charles slash St. Peter's or something. And I think mm-hmm. it was like something with my car and I was like, Oh, I'll go to the McDonald's. There's that one right up the road by where I used to live or whatever. And Oh my God. There were just, okay. There were like five tables of people. Okay. And every table was, everyone at each table was wearing camouflage and they were all, and they were all talking about, (laughs) they were all talking about like Trump and the wall and liberals being terrible. And I was like, all right, all right. I have, I was like, this, this feels a lot. I mean, I know I'm at a McDonald's in St. Peter's, (laughs) but God damn, I don't remember because I remember I used to like have uh so we'll segue back into the main topic. I used to host sure. Smash Fest at my apartment there, and um there were black people um at, at my Smash Fests because fighting games are diverse and that's awesome. Uh, that's um the, the miracle of the community or whatever. Yeah, which is great. And we went to that McDonald's and I don't ever remember there being a dude fucking talking about building walls and hating black people and MAGA because yeah. the world was less <laughs> shitty. <laughs> and before the world Trump, shitty. I think okay, the, the world was just quieter about how shitty it was. Okay, that but that's or it that, hadn't reached a boiling point. I'm not well. I'm not going to okay. I'm not going to disagree with that point in terms of the fact I, I didn't. I'll, you will note that I did not say the world was less racist. I said the world was less oh, okay. shitty. Less shitty. And yeah, I he, do. There wasn't and COVID. I, and I do. Well, no, but I do think I'm not, I'm not saying it's a solution or that anything. But I do think if if your choices are quieter, less less on the surface racism or more in your face racism. One of those is better than the other. There's still racism. Like, or, or are you going to tell me you prefer the surface level racism? I believe you've actually made this argument to me yeah, before. I do. So you prefer a guy telling you that he doesn't appreciate you just because you're ordering a Big Mac as opposed to ordering a Big Mac and, and then having him know and judge and be quiet about would it. You, it. Would you, would you notice about Big Mac, judgment? Right? Yes, yeah, we're talking about Big Macs. Well, okay, if we're specifically talking about Big Macs, I would notice, I would notice how he looked at me. I would notice how he would say, oh, you want a Big Mac? Are, yeah, are yeah, you yeah. Sure? I, yeah. I would pick up on it, and I'd be like, that guy was fucking judging me for getting a Big Mac. And you'd and rather he said it? I would really rather he say it. They, wow. There's okay. a couple of reasons for that. One... I don't want to feel gaslit when I say that fucking guy was talking about Big Macs. Like I, like I don't deserve a Big Mac. And then have you be like, no, I'm sure he was just selling Big Macs. That is an excellent point. I hate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't shitty. like to be made to feel like I'm crazy. And and the other thing is, and this is 
perhaps a little bit more militant or radical than I think you might have expected to come from me. But with the in-your-face racism that we've been subjected to over the last week or so, like specifically in terms of police brutality and mismanagement of uh-huh. all manner of thing, it's getting addressed. Like, like I'm, I've been making fun of personally. I've been making fun of people for doing the Blackout Tuesday profile pic thing, okay, dude, or retweeting that shit and was so stupid. Reblog. Well, yeah, come on. And it was a psyop. But what, what? It, the the point is, uh, people are noticing and talking about it rather than making me feel gaslit by it. And I, I know now. I always suspected, and I know now who my enemies are, and I, I can feel and see support from people to the degree that people are comfortable sharing it. Mm. whether you changed your profile pic or whether you've been marching or whether you were talking about marching or donated to a cause and talked about it or whatever. I, I, I know where people's loyalties lie when it comes to how they handle and perceive race, racial conflict. So even, okay. So that, that all makes a lot of sense. Very well said. Um, I, I guess that's just like super duper white privilege because for me, it's Mm -hmm. like, it is, um, uh, I guess, yeah, it was, it felt more amicable, right? Like previously. Yeah. And that, and that's not, um, like absolutely don't confuse this with like, cause I think this is the most I've ever been. Hmm. This is the most I think I've ever been behind the more like, you know, I guess we'll say, I guess we'll say violent, destructive, whatever aspect of things. Um, yeah. The, uh, the aggressive uh, property damage and yeah, and that. I, yeah. I've, I've generally like in the past been in your generic um, white people camp of like, you yeah. know, Oh, but then, but why the property damage? Right. I think this is the first time. And I think it's because we, we talked about this a bit off the podcast. Um, uh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, how, the, how, comparison. how, well, how how quote unquote good of yeah. a of a of a um of a candidate George Floyd mm-hmm. was like like um, Which is a I, fucked up way to look at it, but as long as we're here, we might as well. Well, it is fucked up, but it's also yeah. I mean the case. Yeah, it's also the case. I mean, uh, and I, I think the um you know like the analogy I was drawing is like you know we've got the 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 racism boardroom right or, or the mm-hmm. anti racism boardroom I guess rather. And they're like, oh, man, how do we how do we champion this movement? You know, like we've got to can we can we kill a baby? Can we kill? No, a, no, that's too far. <laughs> oh, but if it's a baby, if it's a baby, there's there's you can't no one can argue with a baby, you know, because I feel like people in the past and they always do. This is a tactic. Everybody knows this, right? Like you try to paint him as, oh, well, he, you know, he smoked weed once or whatever the fuck. They're going to make up some yeah, shit. He had an arrest record. He, um, he was tall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um and 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 obviously your 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 spectrum of of incidents of any kind um uh it's very easy to muddy any situation with any negative perception yeah. and be like well and and sometimes the thing that occurs it turns out like maybe a person really is like negative but it still makes it wrong but because a person had like act quote unquote actual criminal record instead of just like weed or whatever dumb bullshit suddenly mm-hmm. it's like well uh this movement's just going to die because X amount of people, that's sufficient for them, right or wrong. Yeah, strategically, you, you robbed a Seven Up or whatever, and people yeah. are like, "Oh yeah, that you do, you do deserve to have been shot." I mean, you did rob a Seven Eleven. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and a that non-zero is, number of people. Yeah, yeah, that that is a, a a highly relevant number. Um, and thus far, you know, um, uh, as shitty as it is, like you said, but like strategically, strategic viability of like George Floyd's incident as a figurehead. 
or a yeah. uh, or or a, a catalyst, whatever you want to call it. Um, he he did not rob a Seven Eleven. No, um, he was just like a really cool dude. He's, he's just dead. he's just a dude. And, he's dead. So and we saw him. I think that's why there's extra steam. Yeah. I, I feel like now, not th- not that it's never been a person like that before, but it's never. Mm-hmm. That's never been the person who he, he's who a perfect storm this, guy. Who, ex- that's exactly my point. Yeah. He's because, he's almost a baby. Video, they almost murdered a baby. Yeah, like yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> the he's, ideal he's the baby murder child. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so, like that, uh, I, th- I think that's that's a big reason why a lot of a lot more people are not letting it go. You know, which yeah. is shitty in and of its own right. But I mean, you know, I, I keep using the word strategically. I don't know if that's correct. But I mean, I do think that's an important thing to consider. It's like when you're talking about, I don't know, it's like when you talk about um, politics and electing, you know, non-white politicians or female politicians. And obviously everybody wants that. But sometimes people get offended because you're like, is this person electable? And sometimes that is a shitty question that shouldn't be asked. And other times it is a question of matter of fact of, I don't know, are they electable? Right. Um it's the same kind of deal. Um, Bernie's the same way, even though he's a white dude, like he's, you know, is he electable? Probably not. That's why we have to deal with Joe Biden because two party system is fucking horseshit and everybody gets fucked and everything's terrible. (laughs) That's a whole different uh, issue. uh, Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe. Mm. Yeah. Um, What was that? You said something you cut out and then I heard Joe. I said, I'm pretty mad at Joe, but cutting out and muttering Joe uh, is probably annoyed by Joe Biden at this point, other than, I don't know. People who he, well, I'd say Joe really, Biden, but then again, his, I mean, he's not I, entirely there anymore. He's but. yeah, he's a weird dude. This is, yeah, he's a weird. Dude. Oh, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, alert! Alert! This this podcast will contain political speak and and, oh, and cousin, i know we've been talking about a murdered black man for the last 15 minutes but now that we're talking about joe biden we need to put out a psa <laughs> and if that doesn't just encapsulate the whole fucking thing then i don't know what does yeah um anyway i feel like you have some words to say and i'll stop mumbling uh oh no you're good, you're good you're um uh, if, if we're talking about uh him as a poster child for the movement um i i see what you're saying that he in the it's not an election, but is he electable in the same sense? Yeah, uh, yeah, he, exactly. He's more electable. He has a higher electability than a Mike Brown or whatever. It, yep. It's still wrong and horrible that someone was killed without, like, summarily executed without, you know, due process and all. Mm-hmm. But we can we can move past that conversation and have a conversation with the uh, white liberals who think that racism is bad but don't want to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. We can have the real meats of a conversation with them now. Yeah. And yeah, that's, I think that's mm-hmm. one of my big irritations, um, not to accuse anyone specifically of doing this and certainly not you, uh, just that, um, I'm just imagining this is a two. It's not a two. A just fine. I know. I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but the, the, the narrative for comedic purpose oh, sure. <laughs> will be that um, I turn into the mic and say, yeah, a two after a2. every two, <laughs> after every point that you make anyway. Um, no, it's, there, there's some people on my it, it, it's plural people in in my Facebook feed, uh, who are like, okay, quoting fuck, fuck Facebook. Yeah. I don't know how you put up yeah. with that, but please, please yeah. go on and because um, my aunt asked me to to make a Facebook post. Fuck she asked every relative I have on them. Facebook. I'm not. No, my mom asked me to make Facebook posts for her fucking dumbass brothers and sisters all the time. I'm not. No. Anyway. All right. So okay. your aunt, you're on Facebook. No, let, let me yeah. let me back up. Let me let me show my my work here. My okay. aunt Debbie is black, and uh, she, like my dad, who is her sister, married a well, married a white person, um, and had you know mixed 
children. So mm-hmm. there's a bunch of us cousins that are all of mixed origin. Um, she asked us cousins to share our experiences with race and racism as an attempt to sort of share these stories and open people's eyes because I I can't explain to you what it's like to be black, but I could try, certainly, and I, I think that's what she wanted me to do. And I felt particularly fired up to do this and to make these, I, I've made two Facebook posts, spend way too much time t- typing. Um, I felt fired up because there's a, a non-zero number of people on my Facebook timeline who are cherry-picking Dr. King quotes to make him seem like he he was non-violent and peaceful and quiet and respectful, and that's the only thing that should be done did, because isn't Dr. The, King cool? Did you see the tweet? Uh, the, Which? The, okay, there's a, there's a tweet where someone was like basically doing that. They're like, I am very white, and Dr. King was very peaceful, and I just wish that everyone else could protest as peacefully as Dr. King because Dr. King was peaceful, and he was black, and he said racism was bad, and he was peaceful, and... And yeah, and, and we I'm, like and him. I'm, Everybody likes him. And I'm white. And yeah, and and this some at the risk of sounding racist myself, it was some very, very black Twitter account. I don't remember. Like it was a very <laughs> like it was a very like, you know, you know, black people, Twitter, our black people, Twitter, yeah, yeah, like yeah. the response. And and the response was like, they fucking shot him in the head, fam. Like and I was like, that was the quote. Like they quote tweeted it, and I was just like, oh my god, this is the best fucking thing I've ever. Like it was so, it was so succinct. Wrong. I think, yeah, yeah, it was so like it was just like it was this eloquent, super super white Karen, whatever the fuck. Like I just think that Dr. King was so peaceful, and this this guy, like generic black dude avatar, is just like they fucking shot him in the face. You fucking idiot! Like, Bam. like, like, yeah, like what the fuck? I was like, oh my god, that's so perfect. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so so that so that is what you're encountering on Facebook. Yeah, that, that kind of that, shit that frustrates me, and yeah. and like. I don't give a rat's ass about a target getting burnt down in protest because now people are talking about it. And and as long as I keep shouting at people, shut up talking about the target. Let's talk about why the target was burned down in the first place. As, as long as I keep doing that, I feel like the conversation's moving to a place that's productive rather than just being like, Let's be quiet and calm. Let's all take a knee. Let's have a, a five seconds of uh, quiet reflection and then just not talk about this ever again. Mm-hmm. Because to, to a certain extent, I I don't know if this is irrational or not. I feel like people are caught up in their own comfort level. And when people are burning down buildings and shouting about it and saying, yeah, I'm glad that police substation burned it makes them uncomfortable. It, it makes some people uncomfortable because they, they have to be like, well, is it really okay? And, and I feel like they get caught up in that, that wondering whether or not it's okay that it's uncomfortable because that's what immediately impacts them rather than addressing the root problem, which is racism, which probably doesn't for the large, largest part affect them. Or at least not the same way that it affects, you know, black people. <laughs> you mean, wait a minute. What? They're like, um, like me. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, I think it's tough because like I said, this is definitely the, I I don't know that I've ever been as on the side of, uh, uh, the rioters, um, you know, which is 
not a thing yeah. for uprising yeah. no exactly <laughs> this, this yeah. is an insurrection Any, anytime this is an i uprising. do this there's a degree yeah, of, no, there's a, <laughs> a large degree of sarcasm in what i've just said um so yeah i think but i have in the past like i mean ferguson to me was mm. it's hard for me i'm, I'm still kind of working through that for myself as mm as I kind of look at this situation versus the whole Mike Brown thing, because the Ferguson situation was obviously very close to home. Um, uh, I worked in Ferguson for years. Um, it was about four years or so when I was in Brentwood, about probably 40% of my jobs um, were um, were in-home jobs. I would I was an in-home installer for an electronics retailer, um, Circuit City, which is dead now, well. Um, and about 40% of my jobs were in Ferguson. So I spent a decent amount of time in Ferguson, in... Um, uh, <clears throat> the black people's houses. Um, and, and like, you know, it, it and, and I remember like kind of going through that and having to reconcile when all the Ferguson protesting mm. and, and I, I think we can say there's writing too, but, um, I remember all that happening and like, just being like, wow, this is wild. Cause like, you know, on the one hand I was like, I don't really you know, shocker. I don't remember there being that much racism in Ferguson, like ho hum do well, Yeah, um, I, and I don't fault you for not because you aren't. Your eyes aren't open to that the same way mine are. Sure, um, but I also had like um, I forget her last name, but it was she was this old lady named Laura, and she was fucking awesome. And she would, I, she's one. There were a couple like old people that I think would just like make shit up about their computer just to like talk to me for a while Get you in. and yeah. she would always come over and talk to me about she would always talk to me about like i don't know like fucking life and the universe and race stuff and she had like a daughter that was married to a white guy and so she would like talk to me about that and it was like always always an interesting thing and she was like this super cool lady and like i definitely remember like that being one of the first times i had like well it wasn't the first times i had conversations about race but it was the first time i had conversations about race with people that were old enough to have the uh, I guess the the ability Full to really experience. collect their thoughts and and about oh, it. Okay. I mean, I was like twenty, right? So most people yeah. I talked to were just like ah, fucking blah 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 words, and I'd be like, okay, we're all our brains aren't developed, like we don't fucking. I mean, like, <laughs> we, we, what are we talking? I'm about? not there either. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, like I don't know. So, but she would like talking about things, and I'd be like, ah, damn, that's like a really interesting point. Like you're, you know, just the wisdom of old people, right? Like sure, generally speaking. Sure. Um. So anyway, point being, um. I feel like I knew the Ferguson area pretty well, um, having worked there for a couple of years. And I don't know, I got pretty swept up in a lot of the rioty stuff and being annoyed by it because I had a buddy who worked at the circuit attorney's office. Um, mm -hmm. And this is where it's interesting. And this is why I think, I think my experience is so interesting. I don't know how much of it is the movement, me growing as a person, society growing mm -hmm. as a person, the movement and itself. Fighting being, games helping you. Fighting games helping. The the um yeah the um don't don't forget this is a video game podcast. Thinking, kids. We are about video We're games. We're about video we games. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know how much of it is that versus how much of it is actually things changing versus it, it's all very complex, right? Yeah. There's just so many variables and factors. It's an but, evolution. But I know I know at the time, like my my viewpoint of the whole thing with Mike Brown was like shit is fucked up, shit should not have happened. The the number one thing is is Police training is dog shit in America. Any way you slice it, you know, they, they don't know anything about de-escalation. They're not properly um, equipped to deal with situations. That was like all the biggest thing for me at the time, right? And then on, on 
Go, go ahead. You look I'd, like you have I'd like to say I, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna hold on to. You said that the biggest thing was uh, police training, and they don't know de-escalation and things. I will come back to that when when you've okay. said your bit. Okay. Um. We'll pin it. So, but th- that was like the number one part of it was clearly like this is fucked up. Cops are fucked up. Like, you know, M cab as opposed to A cab and all that or whatever. Like, you know, yada yada. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, nope. but like, you know, most most cops are bastards. Like, I, I'm, I like, I'm like, all right, I can yeah. dip my I can dip my toe in this pool, like, or whatever the fuck, like, right. So that's kind of like where I was at, and and it was. I don't know. I have a hard time rallying behind Mike Brown. Dude should not have gotten murdered. Is still a tragedy. Yes. But um, it is hard to rally behind that person. Um, And that doesn't mean... As a point of clarification, do you find that it is hard to rally behind Mike Brown or harder to rally behind Mike Brown than it is to rally around George Floyd? I think it's very easy to rally around George Floyd. So I'm I'm not sure I understand the question. Well, sure, it is very easy, which means that it is harder to rally behind Mike Brown. Are I you saying that it's harder or hard? I, I don't understand it, the difference, I guess. Is it difficult for you to rally behind Or Mike more Brown? difficult, relatively. Or just oh, more no. difficult. Oh, no, it's Floyd. difficult for me, too, to be honest okay. with you. It is. Okay. Um, for me, I have, to, I have to extrapolate that entirely and look at the instance and how it shouldn't have happened. Um, if I'm being politically optimal or looking at my own or looking at my own thoughts, I think those are in alignment, to be honest with you. Um, it's still stupid. It still shouldn't happen. It still mm-hmm. is horseshit. Um, I don't, I don't think any part of me is like, Oh, well, you know, like you shouldn't have fucking robbed the Seven Eleven or tried to punch that guy or whatever the fuck people said. That's why you got mm-hmm. shot. You shouldn't have got shot for that. That is not um, uh, commensurate with the offense. And that wouldn't happen to a white person. Certainly. Like, Certainly. I, that is all like very logically yes to me. And I get, I get that. Um, but I'll be damned if it isn't just really hard when they're not a, 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 an innocent baby. Um, you know, when they're not a George Floyd. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so parts of that occurring, um, and I, I think I didn't know enough about at the time, and this is where I need to, now that we're talking about this, I haven't, I probably should have thought this out more, but it's also probably, it's also probably interesting to hear me fumble and go through it in in real time. (laughs) But I think I need to go back and look at some of those events because some of them, I remember being like, oh yeah, like it's very justified to like go ham on on like the police station mm-hmm. or whatever because i have even before you know i learned that you know black people existed or whatever i i, I have never had a, a very high opinion of of cops in general to be honest with you i mean i think i've told you about um you know i had a guy like pull me over and harass me for like two hours one time i think i've told you like when i was because younger. he thought that you had the drug dealer car he thought or... i had like a drug dealer car my car i had drove a car that was very similar to some prominent drug dealer which i didn't learn until years later from a guy who um i guess did drugs and told me that (laughs) and and he was like hey man just so you know he goes do you get pulled over a lot and i was like yeah i do fucking get pulled over a lot what's that about and he was like the the biggest like drug dealer dude in like this area drives a car that is exactly like your car and i was just like god damn that makes so much sense so so yeah this guy this cop pulled me over and um uh he was like a total douche. Like he, he, he like floored it on my ass 
And I had like mm. a, uh, what I now know looking back was like a panic attack, right? This guy's like riding my ass yeah. Yeah. and he doesn't have his lights on. I don't know. He's a cop. It's dark out. It's nighttime. And this guy's just riding my ass. And I'm like, oh my God. And, and I'm, I'm 19 or some shit. I don't know. Um, 20, maybe, I don't know. Pretty young. And like, I'm just like, oh my God, this guy won't get the fuck off my ass. And first I'm annoyed, right? Because people are driving like shitty. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, I'm just going to speed up. But then like, I've already sped up and he's just going even faster. And he's like about to hit me. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I got to like speed up. And now I'm like mad, but I'm scared. And I don't want to hit the brakes because I think he's going to hit me if I hit the brakes. And it's this whole crazy thing. And I end up like doing like 90 and fucking almost losing control of my car because I'm just like in this crazy mental state. Um, And then he flicks the lights on. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God, this is a cop. He's been like fucking harassing me and baiting me into doing this. And then he pulls me over. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then he, he chews me out for like two hours. He like fucking threatens me with his fucking like baton or fucking like you know, says he's going to throw me in jail or whatever the fuck, like says he's going to rip me out of the car and like all this shit. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't know how to handle any of this. I've never dealt with any of this. Like, um, so anyway, long story short, he like peeled out and shot a bunch of fucking gravel all over my car and gave me some shitty ticket, which I wouldn't have even driven like that if he wasn't fucking goading me into doing it. Yeah. And, and like, it was crazy. Um, so I've never been a big fan of cops in general. Um, and I think looking at like some of those events, I would look at like some of the stuff, you know, that specifically was geared towards like how shitty the cops were and all that. And I'd think, yeah, yeah, like there is an amount of this that has to be like, I'm not saying you need to go kill people, but like there's an amount of it that like they're just going to sweep under the rug, right? You've mm-hmm. got to like draw some shit out. But then at the same time, I was like, man, Quick Trip is a really nice gas station. <laughs> like, Quick Trip didn't do anything did, to anybody. Why did they burn down the Quick Trip? <laughs> like, if it was if it was like a Target or a Walmart, I probably yeah, would have been more like Walmart. But Quick Trip is like, they're a nice, upstanding, wonderful chain of gas stations in the Midwest. And like, ho, ho. The gas is so affordable. And they, they've got, got the free they air. They have the cleanest bathrooms. Tires. They got free air for your tires. They don't make good sandwiches anymore. So we can burn down all the motherfucking quick trips at this point. But they used to make but delicious. But back in the day. They used to make delicious sandwiches, god damn it. Um, and so I get, I think where I'm at now to finish this thought process before we go too far mm-hmm. off the rails. I do, I don't know that I can 100% get behind just like burning shit for the sake of burning shit because it sends a message. But I do think if it's Walmart or whatever, yeah, like. I am down with like, well, people's lives can't be replaced. A fucking Walmart can. Damn, if we need to yeah. burn down a Walmart to get people's attention, I don't know that I can stop killing folk. I don't know <laughs> that I can say like the sentence, let's burn down all the Walmarts, but at the same time, let's burn down all the Walmarts. Let's like, burn down like, all the Walmarts. I, you know, <laughs> and if it helps to stop racism, definitely burn them. Definitely burn, burn down, down the Walmarts. Walmarts anyway. Yeah. And and I do think that like this is the first time it's been so not only uh, electable, as as we've said, but then also so apparent. Um, mm-hmm. I forget the guy's fucking name, but I um, when I was doing my white people's due diligence of retweeting things about race and black people, um, I, 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 I tweet. It's like a 30 second video. It's this dude from like the 60s. You maybe already know what I'm talking about. No, um, he's getting interviewed. I forget his fucking name, but he's basically like, hey, like I'm 60 years old. I'm not going to live another 60 years. Like, man, thank God. This is this is in 2020. <laughs> this is he's like, this is taking this is taking my time. This is taking my daughter's time. It's taking my grandchildren's time. It's taking like my friend's time, my family's time. And then he just says, like, how much more time do you want? And he has this like snappy pause and he says for your 
progress. And then that's the whole video. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's about right. That's pretty fucking good though. And I think that's something that like, I've definitely like as generic white person, number 472 that, you know, I guess wasn't racist, but also wasn't especially understanding of things because of being in rural white areas for my whole life was like, yeah, racism sucks and it shouldn't be a thing. But sure. also, man, you know, things take time. Like, that seemed like a perfectly rational statement for me at a time in my life where I was like, you know, it is shitty, but things take time. Whereas now it's like, God damn, man. Like, <laughs> we're still at this shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, and I think that's like, you know, if I can speak on behalf of all white people, <laughs> I'll, I'll allow it. Yo. I'll allow it. <laughs> cool. You can speak on behalf of all black people right after this for me. Sure, Thanks, yeah. dude. Or at least half of them and half of the white people, if we're being fair. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> but no, like, I think, I think that's in the, in the ether, like in the air, that is a much more, uh, noticeable, um, accepted, like prevalent, thought which is just that goddamn it's been enough time it's been enough time like um yeah no anyway. no you're right it, it's been like an excessive for whatever reason people think that now you know like anyway you were yeah, talking about I, things okay so I've, I've, I've got a pin of yours to address yes, but yes. before that um, i'm gonna i'm gonna try my best to summarize a lot of people have been as i said cherry picking <sighs> dr king in order to make their point that we should just be quiet and, and shut up and we'll get progress when we d deserve it, when yeah. we've worked hard enough. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to read a Dr. King quote uh, from his uh, letter, uh, letter uh, from a Birmingham jail, uh, which he wrote. Um, it, it's kind of famous. It's been going around a lot. If you, if you aren't familiar with it, you should be. Read the whole thing, everybody, but I'm, I'm going to read this bit anyway. Um, he says... I must make two honest confessions to you, my Christian and Jewish brothers. First, I must confess that over the past few years, I have been gravely disappointed with the white moderate. I have reached, uh, I have almost reached the regrettable conclusion that the Negro's great stumbling block is his uh, in his stride towards freedom is not the white citizen's counselor or the Ku Klux Klanner, but the white moderate, who is more devoted to order than justice, who prefers a negative peace, which is the absence of tension, to a positive peace, which is the absence of justice, who constantly says, I agree with you in the goals you seek, but I cannot agree with you in the methods of direct action, who paternalistically believes he can set the timetable for another man's freedom, who lives by a mythical concept of time, and who constantly advises the Negro to wait for a more convenient season. Yeah, that's a good quote. <clears throat> yeah, no, read the whole thing. Great, great essay. And that that's most of in any time I see someone post, wow, I can't believe you guys heard a target on Facebook. And I've seen it uh, not mm -hmm. not with that exact character voice, but like I, I've seen it on, on my Facebook feed. That's all that rings in my head is, you know, you're you're the white moderate and at least the racists are honest that they don't want progress to happen. You're just kind of like telling me I'll get it at the end of the year if i'm good um but to to address the pin you said that the most important thing uh about uh the the mike brown case was the the way that it was handled the the tactics the police training the lack of de-escalation cameras too which i forgot to mention but that was the first sure. time everyone was like why the fuck don't we have cameras yeah accountability would have made the yeah. the whole thing and thank god that accountability would have killed the whole thing George right Floyd. yeah, yeah well, exactly yeah account like well okay no yeah, right <laughs> systematically no systematically no we know that now which is why this is happening but yes. uh in the public eye it would have been obvious 
Yes. Yeah. As, yes. as it is now. I, anyway. Yeah. But like, okay. So so on on that, the the big issue for me because I my first interaction with a police officer uh, pulling me over was I believe a little bit different from yours. Mm. Um, the the problem is that it, it's not that they don't teach them de escalation. It's that that isn't even a blip. They're not teaching them, not because they don't know how to express it or they can't find the right words, but because it's not important. Oh, I agree 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I understand. I, I'm not arguing with you per se, just, it's, just it's, to clarify. It's predominantly but, a gang of bullies. I mean, it's yeah. literally the bullies yeah, from high school, like the, a lot of them. Yes. The Institute in um, related to <clears throat> police officers. Um, so am I. I mean, I don't I, give a I fuck. Do I don't really yeah. particularly like any of them. <laughs> <laughs> um but like uh my to to share my first time i had ever been pulled over i think i had told you this one if i didn't is this the stop um, sign one yeah it was the stop sign so good story though uh, you you should tell it to the audience i do know it though yes um i i was leaving my aunt debbie's i invariably it was uh february every february i work with her on black history month stuff because she's a former teacher and she goes to schools or she goes to museums and stuff with her hands on Black History Museum. She's got a traveling museum uh, that she brings around. That's not as important, but it's kind of timely or funny now that I think about it. Uh, I was leaving there uh, some nine minutes outside of Ferguson uh, in Beverly Hills, uh, Missouri. Um, and I get to a stop sign at a four-way intersection. And I see across the street, there's a police officer. And again, I've never been pulled over before in my life. I've seen my dad get pulled over. I've been in the back seat when he got a ticket once. Um, but I, I see the guy see me and I see that he like notices me and takes me in as a person, which makes me supremely uncomfortable. And so I come to my three second pause and then I start driving again. And then he, he flips on his lights and his sirens and he, he whips a Yui and he pulls me over and he, uh, he asks me for my license and proof of insurance and it's the first time I've ever been pulled over and I'm so nervous and, and so shaky. And so you like 20 something or like a younger 18, 19, 18, 19. Yeah. Um, I, I handed him my triple a card rather than my insurance, which, you know, thinking back on it, uh, like how funny, but like the whole thing as I understand from my mom who explained to me what happened. He was, he saw me after the as fact. a young, well, yeah, my mom explained after the fact she wasn't there with me in the okay. car. Um, she she explained to me that he saw me as a young black man and decided to pull me over, hoping that he could catch me not having uh, valid proof of insurance. Because if you pull someone, o- you can't pull someone over suspecting that they don't have insurance. Mm-hmm. But if you pull some o- someone over in a routine traffic stop and find out that they don't have insurance, then you get to write them a big fine, bring in money for the the municipality. Uh he, I, I finally hand him the right uh, proof of insurance. He gets all of my information. He says, do you have any outstanding warrants I should be aware of? I've never done anything in my life. Yeah. And, and I say no. And so he, he goes away. He double checks that my insurance is valid. He double checks I don't have any warrants. And then he comes back. And uh, because he can't get shit all on me, he says, um, here you go. Here's your things back. Um, you'd miss that stop sign. And I know I didn't. And he said, make sure that you stop at them stop signs, boy. And like, they, the, the, the whole game is given up. Like, and this it, was not a foghorn leghorn boy. This was a, a boy boy. 
or or I mean, they're, that, they're the, they're the same. The it wasn't a jovial. It, it wasn't the jovial boy. Well, no, I, I certainly yeah. wasn't jovial. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, well, uh, like I mean, I, I get, well, no, I, my my point with that, just to be clear on uh, uh, mm. on that, like your clarification. Yeah, it it was a sinister one, right? Or are you saying yeah. that it was? No, no, it there was, was no, there was no. Yeah, and that, that's that's what I was. He didn't. At. Because yeah, you he can, didn't call me the N-word. You can foghorn leghorn boy, and you can be like, well, are you, like, giving me an elbow? Or are you saying, I don't know, and that's kind of weird and shitty, too. Or you can be like, boy. And, like, so it was the, the latter, not the former. Yeah, but, but like, it was definitive. He, said, he said boy in a way that we both understood what he was saying. He's like, you're black, I did this, there's yeah. nothing you can do about it. Yep. He didn't call me the N-word because he didn't have to. Yep. But that's what he was saying. <laughs> and 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 that speaks to his training to the the mindset the 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 bullying mindset of the police the the whole point of that traffic stop was he saw me thought that he could get an easy one over on me and bring in some money for the municipality because he's a racist shithead and that that's all the training that's all of the that that's what brought us to that exact moment yep but but yeah that's that's the police for me i don't i don't like that experience <laughs> Well, and I think the, the problem the problem I have, if I can <clears throat> defend all white people, is um I think I think they they're just so focused on like trying to they're so focused on trying to look at the system as if it it can't sure surely it can't be surely it can't mm-hmm. be that bad, and I think if you kind of look at their typical experience, it's not yeah. An unreasonable one. Um, I don't have an especially, you know, unprivileged upbringing. Mm-hmm. I think I'm pretty set middle class. You know, I don't have an especially privileged or unprivileged other than the fact that I'm a white dude, obviously, which is pretty fucking privileged. But like, you know, economically, right? Yeah. Like I'm pretty square in the middle. And I don't ever feel like. Other than my relatives, I don't really remember any time even my relatives, I didn't, I didn't like them, but like, I knew there were cops. And so they could like, I guess you could see that as like, well, cousin, blah, 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 is a cop, blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, surely things, but like any run in I ever had for the most part with cops, it always seemed like they were, and I don't think I could articulate at the time, but it's like I said, it seemed like they were like, like again, like a gang of bullies where they were. And that's how actually the, 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 the cherry on top to, to my story is, um, the same cop who, fucking abused me and fucking like goaded me and fucking traumatized me like two months later somebody broke into my car and stole my mp3 player and i filed a police report it was that fucking cop that took the report and the whole time he's just like looking at me with this fucking shitting grin on his face and i know he's not gonna fucking do anything a damn thing be because like what incentive does he have the the police as an infrastructure as as an organization do not exist to help you get your MP3 player back, they yeah. they don't give a shit if yep. you've got your Zoom. They yeah. they're there to get money for the municipality and to uh, bully people around to make sure that there's not unrest. And yeah, and I'll and, be damned if there's not a lot of unrest right now. Oh, there's a shit ton. Um, and I think so that I think going back to um all white people and their thoughts, I think it it it's it's hard for them to conceive that. I think you'd be hard pressed not to not not find some degree of agreeability with your average, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even think liberal, but vaguely liberal, even, even, mm-hmm. even liberally, mo- moderately liberal, whatever, 
I feel like Same. any, you know, any person around that spectrum is going to be like, if you, if you, if you give them two statements, okay. Mm-hmm. And one was that all cops are bastards. And the mm-hmm. other was that most cops are bastards. <laughs> they would have almost no problem with the latter, but they have a lot of sure. problem with the former. And it's obvious. Uh, it's the same reason people are like, all lives matter. Brr, and they don't, they don't understand. It, it's the same thing, right? And I mm-hmm. think it's tough for me because on the one hand, especially like looking at this situation as it is now, like there's a lot of stuff that I used to be a lot more like, well, you know, most cops are bastards. There's stuff like that. I don't think I was, I'm pretty sure I was never an all lives matter person. I'll have to scroll through oh my, my old Facebook, but like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I was never that fucking stupid, but I wouldn't swear to it. I'll have, I have to go, you know, eight years ago is a long fucking time. Like who fucking yeah. knows? Like, but um, I, I don't feel like that's a thing, but like there are different issues that um, I'm going to go back to the, the viability of the argument, the electability mm-hmm. of the movement, et cetera. Sure. Because I think as much as people don't want to talk about that, and I think it's important that people, that there are people who don't care about that. It is important Mm -hmm. that there are people who are like, nah, we don't care about you, fuck you, we have shit to do. I think that's important. But I also think it's important at a certain point, like, you know, you need your, you need your tank busters, right? You need your frontline breakers. And at at a certain point, though, you need, like, your average dumb moderate person to understand something. And, like, I do think... There's so much more penetration with things right now with getting the average person who is resistant to the idea that the whole system is just fucked because it is. Um, it's designed to be fucked. Which is amazing. Yeah, and I, I think that's amazing. But but I also think uh, what's frustrating to me is from the argumentative sake standpoint of it that people don't get that there is a viability to like how you communicate it. And the thing mm. of it is, is that it, it really doesn't matter at the spearhead though like it's good that like like i'm thinking of like seth rogan where he's just like black lives matter and then he gets all these have, have you seen this it's fucking yeah hilarious. i've seen that one yeah. yeah and then like all the replies in his fucking thing are just like ah oh, fuck you and he's like fuck you don't watch my movies like he he responded like every yeah. single person i think, every that's, shit who said I think that's fucking yeah. i think that's fucking great and that's exactly what you should do i think that's <sighs> it's certainly easier to get behind the sensibility of black lives matter Right. Mm-hmm. It's certainly easier now than it was when the Black yeah. Lives Matter movements first started. The average person of generic whiteness, um, and I, I would say even myself included to a degree, is more in tune with like, yeah, like let's the go, let's King go, Black Lives. Moderate. I mean, I don't, I don't consider myself a moderate, but sure. no, I know you're not. I, but I am sometimes, I am sometimes called a moderate by very, 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 very liberal people. I think I'm just a plain old liberal person. I think I'm like a plain. I'm not. Variety, I'm not. A, yeah, I'm a plain old liberal. I'm not a ultra liberal. I'm not a moderate because I've talked to some moderates and been like, yeah, okay, whatever. But like, yeah. Anyway, point being, I I remember going back to you know like the experience with all the Mike Brown stuff for me. There was definitely some points where I was like okay, here's all this good stuff with Black Lives Matter. And then the flip side, I remember walking down the street in good old St. Charles and a um, a group of BLM protesters just like flew out of a corner, right? And it's good that they were protesting. But what happened, okay, I was walking with my friends and we're all like, holy shit, that's a lot of fucking protesters. And we were like startled because it was a giant fucking group of people that we didn't even know was there and couldn't hear because they were like behind a building. But we were just like, oh shit, it's BLM, like cool, whatever. And we just kept walking. 
But what happened in front of me is there was this this lady and her husband and their kids, and they just like freaked out because and there is clearly black people before. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't even predominantly black people. It was a BLM protest in oh, St. Charles. It was good a BLM. Shit. It was a yeah, BLM well, protest yeah. in St. Charles. You got like three I mean, black people. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, in, in there were more black people who had made the trip, right? Like a good on yeah. them, but like, but like it was <laughs> the journey. It was a protest <laughs> in St. Charles, right? But like, so but my point is like. It's tough because I think there are, and I don't know, I'm not the right person to answer this, but but I do know that as I look at the issue, there are times when I see the fuck you, I don't give a fuck take, and I'm like, yes, that's exactly what I need. And there are other times when I'm like, man, I don't know, that might be in this particular instance, and I don't know when it's right or wrong, I'm not a fucking, I don't know, I'm just a fucking dude who plays video games, but like, but I know yeah. in this instance what happened was... I don't know these people. They were just people walking in front of me. Maybe they were already racist pieces of shit. Um, but I feel like if they were, I feel like if they were, they would have had a much different reaction because I've had that. I mean, I, I didn't even, I mean, I remember I was driving. Okay. I'm going to try and keep this brief. Cause I'm me, but I, I drove to Florida once on a road trip with my friends. Long story short, we had a tire blowout. This crazy shit happened. We happened to be like close enough to some um, uh, fucking uh, mechanic or something um, that he could get to us in like 20 minutes or something. He could drive. And we were like, oh my God, we're dumb kids. We're like all 18. We don't know what's going on. Thank you for fixing our car. This guy shows up, he fixes our car. And then I don't remember the exact words, but he said something like, <sighs> someone, someone was talking about something you put on the car and some piece was black and some piece was white. And he made some like black and white never did go together comment. And I was just like, Jesus fucking, Christ. fucking what? Like we were in like Georgia or Alabama. Sure. I think it was Alabama. I think it was Alabama. Yeah. Because you drive seven hours through Alabama when they, you drive to Florida. They've still got miscegenation laws. Don't and that they? was that was one of the first times I was just like fucking blown away with like a, a wave <laughs> of just like he literally looked at us and was like, oh, you're all white kids. Sweet. Let's let's fucking like let's that, dude, do it, do it. that dude was <laughs> two seconds from just like fucking dropping everything. And I was like, OK, like this is wild they didn't have these people in front of me did not have that reaction um they were just like scared and they yeah. were like and they were like oh my god what is I, I think they did i feel like i forget if they said what's wrong with them or if they actually said quote these people so there was some shit i mean there's some shit i don't remember it's, <laughs> it's been a while if it was these people that's worse if it was them that's not as bad it's bad, but it's not as bad. But there was, yeah, I don't remember which it was. But so, the, I mean, there was a vague connotation of it. But I remember looking at it being like, are they, I don't feel like there were enough black people in the protest group for it to have been that. But Those but maybe people. I'm just really white privileged and maybe it was that and right. I just can't tell, you know. I don't know. But 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 they were like weird. They were like scared because there was just suddenly a mob of people and they weren't used to seeing that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just uh, not, it's not something you see in Black activism. It's not, showing up well i don't hey, it's hard you can, for, okay it's hard for me to know here's here's where it's hard for me to know because i don't think they knew when it happened what it was it wasn't like they waited and looked at the signs and said oh it's blm now we're scared it was like they came around the corner and they were just like oh my god we're suddenly in the middle of this do you know what i mean yeah, maybe, a wash just, in the sea. Maybe I'm just very white privileged. That's probably the case. But yeah. uh, it seemed to me like that was an instance where, not that they shouldn't have been protesting, but maybe they shouldn't have like just 
paraded through without there being some knowledge of it. Like the, 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 the march we just did, it was like everybody knew it was happening. It was on Facebook. It was on the St. Charles government put out that it was a thing. Um, I think you have a better chance of winning over those people. But then the question is, do you care about winning over those people? Which I think was your point earlier, right? Do you like your, your, your MLK quote? Maybe those people are the people that you, you can't care about. And I think sometimes that probably is the answer. I, I don't still, know. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think that Dr. King was disparaging the white moderate as I might have, but he, I don't think he, you did or that he was, I mean, I think okay, it, was, it was a crystal yeah. clear it. Well, it was, it was, if I can take my own words, it was, it was the electability of their, of yeah. their argument. And, 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 and okay. when he says that's our, uh, I believe the, the phrase was a, the, our greatest enemy. Yeah. yeah the is the white moderate, the great stumbling yeah. block. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's very accurate. I mean, that was how I interpreted it. Is that yeah, yeah, accurate? because because they're not adversarial necessarily, but they are in the way, and they're they're causing you to stumble. Yeah, that's that is <laughs> yeah. um that is the str the strategic question, right? Mm -hmm. And so then, so then it is. Yeah, is it do do you gain more by telling those people to fuck off because you can't be fucked to coddle them? And I think the answer now, and for me. I think for the first time is a uh -huh. very obvious, overwhelming yes for Emphatic the most part. Yes, right yeah. now. Yeah, um, yeah, here which, now at which the very I, least. Which I think is the. If I'm picking a reason now, is like so tense, wild, happening. Mm -hmm. I don't know what word you want to use, but that is why. Because I think more people than ever are on that page, and they have not always all been on that page. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You've had a, a decent amount of people, you know, but there are way more people who, I don't know, maybe this family is just a bunch of racist pieces of shit, but I like to think this, even this, this family who was, who was scared of racistly scared of black people protesting or generically scared by people protesting. I don't know. I'm white. I can't tell, but, but I think, <laughs> but I think I'd like to think those people now are like, yeah, fuck that fucking, <laughs> fuck that fucking police cops. precinct. All Burn cops. it down. <laughs> because I think yeah. more people are on that page. So anyway, I've, I've already taken more time than I probably should um, on that. But, but that's, that's my read on the strategicness of it as sure, it is sure. currently. Um, I'll, I'll say, I, I guess more or less in closing, not that I can necessarily tie it to fighting games just yet. That We were going to and we didn't. Yeah, we, we did our best. <laughs> but that's we got okay. distracted. Yeah. Um, it they those people that you interacted with, I wasn't there. I can't say fairly. Seeing they, racist. They, they being the people in front of me who are scared. Yeah, those okay. people in front of you that reacted so poorly to the protesters. They they do seem racist. And mm -hmm. I don't know and and I won't tell you that it was that the, the racism came from a place of malice or hate. Sure. I, I I think that there there's some degree, some veneer of plausible deniability in there that that they You're arguing were just for afraid. Ingrained, yeah. Ingrained ignorant racism as opposed to malicious racism. Yeah. Sure. And and that's not their fault, but it is still a bad thing that we'd like to fix. And I Yeah, and, and do I you fix that by scaring them? I don't I don't know that I think right now we do. Because <laughs> they're not they're not scared any for, for the most part now, but I, yeah. I think to a certain degree and extent, there's no way to make them those that family that I'm perceiving. There's no way to make those people see it that won't scare them. Sometimes you got to just let you just got to wait for people to die. 
Like I, no, that doesn't work for me. That doesn't work for me. There's so yeah. many people that are alive. Yeah, <laughs> that, that are, are still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, well, I, and I don't want them all to just be dead. <laughs> I'd like for some of them to be redeemed. <laughs> well, if I can be a huge bigot um, yeah. for a moment, I have felt. I'm sure it's not equivalent, but I think I can at least to a de- to whatever degree my whiteness will allow me, I can relate to uh, that with with regard to uh, religious oppression, which is a thing I've experienced. And it's a thought sure. I've had, but I do think that is that is a privileged position that I hold to think that because I've I've I had often thought yeah. growing up, like, well, I just need to wait for all these old people to die. It is the same thing. It's like you said, right? Because there's a percentage of though these old people who do the shitty yeah. things, they're gonna still that's still gonna trickle down into their little shitty tendrils and whatever they can grab onto and whoever else they can brainwash. But ultimately, over time, that's gonna go away. What I think is interesting and definitely different, and that I can't relate to, um, as much, which is again, why I think everything now is so effective currently, is mm-hmm. is that example of of the time. Um, there have been, um, I would say the last 15 years, there have been, at least from my vantage point, amazing strides in uh, uh, lack or reducing the, the, the persecution of non-religious people. Uh, the okay. world has become so much more secular with mm-hmm. the internet and everything, um, I think there have been amazing strides. It's fucking wild that there haven't been as many strides with regard to racism, considering I do same advantages. Yeah, yeah. Like I, because I really do have, I, and I there was a time in my life where I was like, man. Religion sure is fucked in all these ways because I was oppressed in ways that we can go over in another podcast because I don't want to steal the limelight too much. But just know it's a thing that I experienced. Um, religion sure is fucked. That shit sure is fucked up. Like, man, that's crazy. It'll probably never change because that's just how everyone is and they don't want to think about things and blah, 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 blah. And then one day it was like, hey, man, broadband internet, Reddit, the world is much smaller People in fucking Egypt are doing crazy revolutions and talking about how they're atheists now because of all this shit with their fucking, you know, whatever monarchical, whatever shit they're fucking dealing with. And Mm -hmm. like, it's just like, wow, this is crazy. There's this whole secular movement, not just in America, but in the world. And how the fuck didn't that happen with black people? I don't understand. Like, you know, that shit is rooted as fuck, dude. Like, Jesus. All 50 states are protesting Japan. Uh, so maybe Mexico, that's Canada. now. Maybe that is yeah. the now, right? Like maybe that's finally yeah. we're, we're, we're another 10 years too late. But like, I do feel like there was like a big, yeah, there was a big secular movement. Um, and, and I remember thinking that was great. And so may, maybe now is that time, right? Like maybe now is when it, like and it, 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 it certainly feels like it, but fuck it's 2020. Maybe tomorrow Trump fucking, nukes China and we go into world war and everybody forgets about it and all progress is lost. I don't know. Like it's, hopefully not <laughs> this, year, this year is crazy, but it feels like we're in that, right? It feels like it would we're be really in. Nice, yeah. Do you think we are like without being, Oh, that's your autofocus. You need to turn that yes. off. I'll help you later. No, 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 um, thank you. Um, yeah. Do you, do you feel like, like, do you think we probably are? Is, are you not willing to be that optimistic yet? Do you, yeah. Your... Whether, whether or not we are, I don't think I'd be able to see it. No, I don't feel that we are, but I, I recognize that a certain degree of that is the cynicism of, you know, hundreds of years of slavery and then systematic oppression thereafter. Yeah. It's good to be cynical in my opinion. I mean, I think it's, I think it's depressing. 
to be it, cynical. <laughs> it is. It is d- definitively, uh, yeah. inextricably, but it is, I still think good to be, I, I, do I think don't trust anyone who's non- not depressed and I don't trust anyone who's not at least a little bit cynical. <laughs> I just don't, uh, I don't, I, I don't trust you. <laughs> I, I do think that we have a non-zero chance of making some real, uh, structured improvements. Uh, I know that uh, L.A., having seen just a bunch of atrocities in the last week, is uh, making moves to defund the police department and invest in local black whatever communities. Nice. nice. Um, I, I know that there's uh, accountability uh, measures that are being uh, brought up, like body cams and stuff like that. Uh, people are actually talking about ending qualified immunity, which is hilarious and good and please. And um, on on top of that, I, I know that. Uh, it's just there's good stuff that's happening i i hope it happens i hope it continues to happen i hope more happens we 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 stand a non-zero chance I, i'll i'll believe it when i see it though yep that yeah. sounds like uh uh guarded optimism which yeah. is the only good kind for the most part good yeah you need to um, <laughs> you need to be at least a little bit guarded otherwise what the fuck are you doing and expecting right uh, b- before we close out, um, can, can I shout out, uh, there's the, the national bail fund. Shout there's... out all the shout outs. Do them. Do okay. Em. I, I've got all of two, so don't, don't worry. Oh, it's not that okay. many. There's, there's the national bail, uh, fund, I think is what it's called. Uh, if you look it up, they've got a handful of different like local communities. I, I, there's nothing for St. Louis specifically, but Kansas city, Missouri, um, and a bunch of other cities, major cities, including, but not limited to Minneapolis have uh, different bail funds for protesters who get put in jail to help get them out in a hurry. So if you've got, you know, a, a handful of spare dollars to to do, do that. Uh, there's the, um, the Arch City Defenders. Uh, they are making moves for police accountability in St. Louis. That's the Arch City. Um, they're a righteous organization. Great. Do it. There are, I said, which would be great. Anyway, yes, yeah, uh, that that would be very good for me specifically as a person of color in St. Louis. So please, please donate to them. And then uh, I lied. There's a third place. Uh, go to Run the Jewels, uh, their website. Listen to RTJ4 and uh, donate to whatever righteous cause they have. People, I, I did. I donated five dollars when I bought pre-ordered my CD. That Listen is a great album. Um, and yeah. just to cap off all of the uh, race related talk for this episode, I did not fucking know the one dude was a white guy. I, did, I just, uh, Mo- I, just assumed, <laughs> I just assumed. I just assumed. Anyway, anyway, I'm racist as fuck. Have a have a wonderful evening, everyone. I have been Metal Music Man. And I've been Professor Lex. And we will catch you guys next time. See ya. <laughs>